0: It's good, everyone? Thank you so, so much for tuning in to another episode of Talk Back, the podcast. I'm your host, Nass, and you are listening to episode three of the show. I can't believe I made it to episode three. I can't believe you made it to episode three. But the most important thing is that we're here right now. However, there is one thing that we do have to talk about real quick. We have a new president-elect here in the United States. Pretty exciting stuff for some and then for others, they're not too sure. All I'm saying is a division is lame. Long division two from school. That's also lame. But when we're divided as a country and as people, it's not fun for anyone. And I want to talk about things that are going to unify us and that bring us together. And actually a big part of that, sports. Sports brings a lot of people together. So we're going to get down and sporty with it. And I'm going to start off telling you guys why I am a New England Patriots fan. Uh, A lot of you guys know, but I got to tell you why. I started liking football because I found a correlation between the Patriots and my history subject in fifth grade. So in fifth grade, I only had two fifth grade classes in my elementary school and we were having for our history subject, we were having a debate and one class was the loyalists. For reference, the loyalists were the people who were still loyal to the king uh, when America was first being colonized. And my class was the patriots and the patriots were the ones who were trying to break away from the king's rule to colonize America as its own country. So that's, you know, there's your history lesson. So basically... When fifth grade Nass hears that her class is assigned to be the Patriots, literally the first thing that comes to mind is that's a football team. And like suddenly the stars just seem to align. Everything made sense in the world. And honestly, just from that moment, I was like, yeah, so I obviously have to wear New England Patriots football gear to this debate. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I did it for clout. Who knows? So from then on... That's when I started liking the Patriots and that's when I picked up my football team. Again, I don't want to hear the bandwagoning thing because fifth grade Nass had no idea what a Tom Brady was. You could tell me that it was the new kid who was going to start next week. I would be like, oh, that's cool. No idea. I picked the team. I had no prior knowledge to it. So funny enough, my first favorite player on the Patriots was actually Aaron Hernandez. If you know, you know about his whole situation that unveiled a couple years ago. To put it into to nicer terms, uh, he got into a sort of entanglement, if you will. Yes, I am going to use Jada Smith's words right now because it's it's not my story to tell. But um, there's a whole documentary on the whole situation on Netflix. If you've seen it, you already know. And if you haven't, you should check it out. But yeah, so, you know, I think uh, young Nass, her dreams were kind of crushed in that sense. But before Aaron Hernandez, I actually thought Randy Moss was cool. Incredible player. And then eventually, I came around to be a Danny Amendola fan, so much to where I got his jersey only for him to be traded to the Miami Dolphins a couple years later. So yeah, I'm going to be rocking my expired jersey. Thank you, Danny. That hurt in its own way. But not nearly as much as when I heard that Tom Brady was being traded to Tampa Bay. But what was kind of funny when Brady got traded, well, not really funny. I mean, every Pats fan definitely felt it, but... They went through this transition or this phase of being really bummed out about it to just accepting it and then hyping Cam up like it was their job, which is fine. You know, I guess we're all going to cope with it differently, but we just lost our boy. So we're not done mourning this loss yet. I mean, all the Pats fans and the whole Pats nation is dealing with a pretty bad breakup, if you ask me. And hey, I mean, with all these guys being traded around, like, I totally get, I'm used to it. I'm like, well, not going to be the first time, uh, but it really didn't make it hurt any less. And I mean, ironically enough, Jimmy Garoppolo, I was, I had such high hopes for him. I was like, he's just going to learn after Brady. Yeah. You know, Brady would never leave the pads. He's just going to stick with the Patriots and then Jimmy G is going to take over. But you know, the, the world has quite a way with surprising you when you least expect it. So just <laughs> leave it at that. Um, All right, but that's enough for football. Let's get into some baseball. So baseball, never really got into it. I'm gonna be honest, but I did work at the Baltimore Orioles for a summer. I actually never sat down for a full Orioles game. They are extremely long any baseball game in general, but they are fun. Like, I'm not going to lie. I've been to a Nats game. I went to a Nats game before I went to an Orioles game. I Like, I, I don't even know who I am. So working at the Orioles was was very interesting. So the year that I was working there during college, uh, Manny Machado was Baltimore's knight in shining armor. One day, here's story time, I am waiting. I just did ticketing on the phone. I clock in 9 to 5. It is like 4.58 And I'm waiting for five o'clock. I'm waiting to turn everything off and just go home. Start my whole hour commute home. The day is done. It's over. I get a call. Great. One more call. Let's handle it. Answer the phone. Thank you for calling the Baltimore Orioles. This is Nas. How can I help you? And this lady calls to tell me, she says, if you trade Manny Machado, no one will ever come back to Camden Yards your seats will be empty I'll never come back I'll tell all my friends never to come and she just kept going like what am I gonna do and I was just like I'm so sorry ma'am it's just the way sports works I definitely said something ridiculous along those lines like I, I just didn't even know what to say but you know I'm trying to be nice because you know that's the job right and I was just there taking it. And she was doing most of the talking. When she kept saying you, I think that was the part that got me. If you trade Manny Machado, no one's going to come to your stadium. You you know, I wish I owned a stadium. That would be sick. However, I do not. Manny Machado, trade, that's not my call. Um, really, you could take it up with anyone else in this organization but me and and she just keeps going attacks my life and you know and people i worked with they said you know some people will call and, and tell you like crazy things so i'm like i oh, know you guys are crazy no 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 no. i was crazy for not listening to them because in fact people will just you know the whole trade thing i get people were upset but i'm like you really gonna call the phone line to complain about someone being traded i can't do anything about it minimum wage was not $15, bro. I don't, I'm not getting paid enough to do this. (laughs) Interesting time. So that wasn't even the the only ridiculous call that I got. This one lady, (laughs) her daughter apparently could not find the parking. So to paint a picture, the Camden Yards parking lots are shared with the raven stadium so this lady calls in and says how her daughter was coming to a game and she couldn't find the parking and she kept going in circles and she would end up back on the highway and having to come around so she came back home and i was like wait she she just drove back home it's a little confusing but like you know road signs gps a million people traffic guards like i don't i don't really know why you went back home and then of course i get this call again and she's like why did you structure the parking like this it is ridiculous again with the use and i'm like you know what ma'am if i could just reconstruct the baltimore roads i definitely would just for you so yeah that's that's my that's my run-up with baseball but just to clear the air i have no problem with baseball I mean, just working in any sports organization in general is so much fun. I mean, there's a lot more fun things that happen than people telling you to reconstruct the parking and, and to stop trading. But you know what? That's all part of the job. And if that's the worst part of it, I will still take it every time. All right. So we covered football and the Pats and my on and off again relationship with baseball. But it's time for you guys to know the truth of why... I stuff my sweats inside my socks. Um, Big fan of lacrosse. Always liked Paul Rabel. And then when he came out with the Premier Lacrosse League, that was so cool. I did follow him when he played for the New York Lizards in Major League Lacrosse. I actually worked a Chesapeake Bayhawks game at the Marine Corps Stadium in Annapolis the stadium is beautiful, and I was, it was so awesome. I saw Josh Byrne, Miles Jones, like they were just hyping themselves up before the game. It was like it was totally worth it. Crazy hours, it rained for anyone working the game. It was not fun, but just to do those like few moments where I got to see the players and be on the field, absolutely insane. And I definitely I would do it again just to get that chance. But the sport that I do need to get into is hockey. So football was the only sport I religiously watched up until high school. Uh, I mean, lacrosse here and there. I'll watch the college games. But my roommates, sophomore year of college, they were super into hockey. I just didn't know what to think of it. I didn't have an opinion on it. And and then they started going to the games. So they were like, come on, Nath. Like, come on, let's go to the games. It'll, it'll be fun. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it would be. But I just found out what new girl is. So I really, you know, I should probably do this instead. I mean, eventually they dragged me kicking and screaming, but I was missing out mainly because the hot chocolate at the ice rink was incredibly good. Um, But besides the chocolatey goodness, hockey is mad fun to watch. There is so much energy there. People get so incredibly passionate. I don't know if it was about the college games too. Maybe it was like a little bit more intimate, but also who doesn't like a good rival game? It was really cool and, and I remember the first game I was like did I really just not pay attention to this at all but I'm glad that eventually I caught on to hockey and started liking it when I did because I guess I would have been like a real bandwagoner because I started liking them in 2016. That's when I just got into hockey in general. When I found out what a Stanley Cup was I was like oh it's the Lombardi trophy equivalent to hockey. Great like that's how far out of it that I was Um, and so when I picked the Caps, it was just like sticking home team and people would just tell me, oh, the Caps suck. And their one redeeming quality was that they have Ovechkin, which when I was younger, when I saw that jersey, I definitely thought it said over chicken. But you can't really come at me because we already know that younger Nass and sports like I don't I don't even know how that started to mix. And people would always say how the Caps would always choke whenever they hit the playoffs. And like, I've literally heard it all. So I was like, you know what? Fine. I just got into this. Whatever. If they suck, they suck. I just had to stick home team because did not do that with the Patriots. Next thing you know, like two years later, they win the Stanley Cup. And it was just coincidentally within those two years, I got into hockey. So like I have, again, had to clear the air, didn't bandwagon. All right. Just liked him when I liked him. Got me like a two years buffer time. And then, and then that happened. So, so (laughs) there's that explanation. But besides the insane fan loyalty and the edginess of the sport, there's this whole other aspect to it, which is so interesting about the hockey culture especially how kids react to it. I think that's one of my favorite things. I remember for some of the college games, I would see some kids dress up and they'd be wearing their little hockey helmet and their little pads. And it was just the cutest thing. Maybe they were related to or knew some of the players, but they were no older than like four or five years old. Absolutely adorable. And one time there was a puck that fell out right in front of this kid, but then it went under the bleachers. And he looked so sad because it was like right in his grasp and then he dropped it. And I don't know what got into me, but I decided to go crawl under the abyss of the bleachers, literally into the upside down. If you've seen Stranger Things, you know exactly what it meant. That's what it looked like and felt like down there. So I crawled under the bleachers and I got the puck. And when I gave it to him, he was so, so happy. It's just this... This one puck from from this game, he, he was just freaking out over it. And it was so, so cute. And for some reason in that moment, I was just like, yeah, hockey culture is different. But regardless of the sport that you like and any of the sporting events that you go to, one of the biggest takeaways that you get from sports is the kind of community that it builds within the fans. So the way that I see sports, I think it's very similar to music in the sense that it brings a lot of different people together. We stop seeing difference for two seconds and we're just all cheering for the same thing. We all like the same thing at the same time. And especially now, like today, I mean... You already know how divided people are, whether you live in the U.S. or you're from another country and you see what's going on politically. The division is there. And especially since this pandemic, you know, we're not as close with each other anymore. I mean, the need for human interaction never went away from any of us. But there being a pandemic definitely changed how we interact with people. And it's just kind of put on a halt. And the teams that you liked and going to those arenas and those stadiums, you you felt a, a sense of belonging. And if you want to go really far back into it and talk about the Maslow's hierarchy of needs and for a human to feel whole, like they need some place to belong. And, and some people really enjoyed and identified with sports and not being able to be in those communities that they loved so much. I think it's just hurting us more. And then when you're hurting... It's when you're hurting internally, you almost project out to other people. And within this time, there's so much division. Is it really that much of a coincidence? I mean, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It's just something that I kind of observed. And I mean, not being able to go to games like that sucks. And it's these really exciting things. I mean, you know how excited you get when you go to any kind of like a baseball game, a football game, a hockey game, anything. And you're surrounded by all these people and your friends and they're all hyped up and smiling. And bro, you can't even see people's smiles anymore. So I don't know. It's like we have all this like pelt up anger inside of us just because we're frustrated. We're not getting to do things that we did all the time. And it's this whole adjustment phase. So... I mean, bottom line is don't be hard on yourself, but also don't be hard on other people. So yeah, I guess that's (laughs) basically what we've concluded is that we all miss sports crazily. But let's try to recreate what we felt when we were at these games. I have some awesome song recommendations for you guys today that you probably forgot about. So the first song I'm recommending to you is by Finger Eleven. The song is called Paralyzer. I know you know this song. So good. It'll put you in a good mood as soon as you listen to it. Absolute banger. I think I say that about every song that I tell you about, but it's true. They just are. And second song is Blackout by Breathe Carolina yeah without a doubt these songs are definitely older but they really hit different especially in 2020 so give them a listen you can find the songs in the spotify Songrex playlist which is in the link in my bio on instagram on my personal which is shady underscore underscore love with three e's at the end or talk back um both instagram pages so full disclosure let me just say my that is my middle school username actually I never change it I was obsessed with Slim Shady aka Eminem Marshall Mathers it's just there for now I don't have the intention of changing it so yeah there's the T on shady love (laughs) so go follow the pages on Instagram and subscribe keep updated on the show thank you guys so so much for tuning in spread good vibes and not germs stay well stay healthy and stay safe guys we'll catch up at the next episode